Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Trending Tech Podcast. This is brought to you by the team at iot-now.com, vanillaplus.com, and uh, the Evolving Enterprise, or the ee.ai. For this episode of the podcast, I'm joined by Ignatius Lee, Vice President for Singtel's Global Business, and Alan Yeo, SVP, IoT, and Enterprise Mobility Services with The Bridge Alliance. But first, some procedure. Um, a warm welcome to everyone out there. So thank you for listening in. My name is Jim Morris. I'm a co-founder of Transform Insights, a, a firm of industry journalists focused on all things related to digital transformation. And today, so today we're going to focus on all things related to connectivity. The provision of cellular connectivity for IoT solutions, it's often one of the most complex and challenging aspects of an IoT project. Devices tend to end up in, you know, in multiple geographies around the world, and often there's a lack of an actual user associated with those devices for, for fault resolution or, or even just to switch things off and on again. So the challenges are, are particularly acute, in fact, in Asia, because in Asia, the telco environment is relatively fragmented and there's a patchwork of cellular operators covering the territory. Meanwhile, however, um, you know, the potential priority in Asia is huge. It's an extremely fast-growing region. So these problems, I mean, they're worth solving. Um, and it's great to get the opportunity to hear from, from two organizations and, and two people, indeed, that are helping to move this overall market forward. So, Ignatius and Alan, welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you as guests. Good morning, Kim. Yeah, it's, uh, good evening. Yeah, we're reaching the end of the week, actually, and uh, Friday evening. Yeah, hi, how are you? TGIF, Jim, uh, good to be here and honored to be here together with Singtel here. Great. Thank you again for joining us. What I'm going to do now is a slight break with, with tradition of, of the approach of these podcasts. I'm going to cut straight to the questions because it's a really intriguing topic. So let's start with the, the, you know, the main discussion um, about how to address some of the complexities of supporting IoT in, in this fragmented territory. And what we'll do is at the end, we'll circle back and discuss some interesting tech uh, news stories at the end. So that segment will feature at the end. So first, Ignatius, could you introduce yourself a little more and, and tell me a little about Singtel and particularly Singtel's strengths in IoT? Sure, Jim. Yeah, so thank you for inviting us to speak about this. Yeah, so I'm actually the VP for the global business. And, you know, as part of the global business, which is our B2B arm for Singtel, we connect customers globally and we help them in ways of their B2B, their B2C or their B2B2C. So, you know, as a business, uh, we connect our customers on internet, over the submarine cables, but more recently, we are doing really a lot more on over the mobile network. And that's where, just now you're mentioning the IoT, where we see the biggest traction right now. So to maybe just give you an idea of what we're doing in the IoT space, Singapore is a really small country and everything is uh, sort of nearly connected right now. And so one of the drives locally for us is a smart nation initiative. So basically, how do we help enable the country from a technology perspective over the mobile network? And you know, some of the examples that we have will be helping the housing development boards for public housing to implement the solar infra monitoring, for example. We are also helping the nation in terms of the tolling system for the cars. And we call that the ERP2, and that will, that's yet to be launched. It's going to be launched next, and it's going to leverage on satellite and mobile technology, both together, so that we don't need to build up gantries for collecting toll. And um, also, 
you know, one of the other examples that maybe I can also give, which many countries probably have started doing is smart metering for the power companies. So that, that is more on the, at the nation level, what we do for IoT. At the same time, we are doing really quite well in the space of connected mobile vehicles. And that's where many manufacturers will have their cars deployed in different countries, while the cars can, a lot of time is manufactured in certain other countries. So, you know, Singtel is really strong in this thing called multi-domestic connectivity, where, you know, it's different from the traditional roaming. And that's where we provide rich data over the mobile services so that it can be deployed into mobile devices. Maybe a little bit more on what we do as well in IoT space. Recently, we also deployed enterprise 5G for certain manufacturing, healthcare, and public services as well, where they needed very high throughput and bandwidth and low latency. And that's where the strength of 5G is. Yeah. Hopefully that uh, gives you an idea, Jim. Thank you. That's a very good introduction, Ignatius. I mean, clearly got a very long history in the telecoms and connectivity space. I mean, yeah, a company that started off by installing uh, submarine cables and, and has been around for 140 years um, but of course, now you operate in a, you're headquartered in a highly sophisticated market and a very technology aware market with, you know, with some extremely efficient, uh, processes and management around, yeah, you know, around the country and, and, and the city. Um, so I'm sure there's a lot of experience that you have to, to export to other countries and operators in the, in the region. Some people do say that, uh, Singapore is a small island, so it's easier to get things done. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely it is. But you learn the lessons, and then those lessons have been learned, and and, and they can be extorted, which is a which is a great benefit. But Alan, same kind of question to you: Can you introduce yourself and, and and give me a quick overview of the Bridge Alliance? Absolutely, Jim. Happy to do that. Hi, I'm Alan, Senior Vice President, responsible for the growth and expansion of IoT, CPaaS, and enterprise mobility business, and that includes driving adoptions among member operators and their customers. So very interestingly, I think we've been, I've been working in the telecom industry and enterprise IT for more than 25 years. It's a quarter of a century. And prior to Bridge, I was with Vodafone, heading up the partnership and business development. And before that, I was with Deutsche Telekom for 15 years. Wow. And it's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Bridge has, is an alliance of 34 leading mobile operators across Asia, Pac, Middle East and Africa. Back when Bridge started in 2004. And there was the early days when we were focusing mostly on the roaming and one of the few services that we have truly global and interoperable. Today, we have expanded our remit into how to similarly regionalize and remove barriers to entries in the fields of enterprise mobility is one. And the second one, obviously, is IoT, which we're talking about today. Uh, but that's not the least. CPaaS and 5G is, of, of course, on the table to expand the business. We're looking at how to leverage our extensive footprint to help our member, as you pointed out, Jim, in the early part of it. You know, Asia is a fragmented market and our enterprise customers monetize and offer regional level services seamlessly. Think of Bridge as a one-stop shop. Come to us when you need to grow your operations, be it connected cars or IoT de deployments through the region. And obviously, we're working very closely with our member operators, including Singtel, which we are having a discussion today. Uh, we work with uh, various operators like Singtel, of course, in the markets to get what we need. And we are original offering with a strong local support. As you can imagine, fragmented market in APAC, very strong support locally. I mean, what else can you think of in terms of that? Having said that, I think uh, we're not just APAC. We are actually, we are trying to thinking of gateway to the world. In fact, that's a bit of correction for that. For some years, we've been saying that. 
And Bridge Alliance is actually your gateway to Asia for connectivity for now. And we're aiming higher and further to the gateway to the world. And so we're doing a lot of joint marketing with our member operators to generate more regional leads in areas like IoT. And that is one of the goals for my team in the next year, to expand our market outreach to Western markets like Europe and to strengthen our regional preposition to capture more enterprise customers and help our mobile operators secure more deals. As we speak now, and we're planning even for a trip to the European region very soon, we're keen to partner European as well as US Telco beyond our footprint to collaborate and win more global customers. So please come and talk to us and we're happy to formulate a strategy for you and make your life and your product easier to implement in Asia. Excellent. Thank you. And there's a bit of a parallel there as well, because clearly with your experience of pulling together and trying to defragment those Asian markets, you you started in kind of the difficult place. Um, So extending those capabilities across Europe and to the US, it it should be a relatively simpler thing just because of you know, a, a lower degree of fragmentation, which is a bit of a, um, it, it's a similar opportunity of exporting the capabilities that you've built in Asia um, slightly further and now it's into the rest of the world, which is a, a great ambition. But just focusing back on Asia a little bit, um, I understand that Singtel and Bridge Alliance, you're collaborating, I think, to, to provide a, you know, a, a more comprehensive solution for cellular IoT in the APAC region. Well, why is this approach necessary, given what you've already told me uh, about capabilities and things you've delivered up until now? Yeah, I mean, good question, Jim, and that's fantastic. You know, and Initius earlier on mentioned about roaming. Obviously, roaming can be done for IoT at the same time, but we've chosen roaming as not the option for now. Multi-domestic, and again, it's mentioned by Initius earlier on, and that has been the strategy, and that, you know, we're humbled by the fact that multi-domestic has been our strategy, and we're humbled by the fact that they are also we have a little bit of success in that area. We understand that certain industries like automotive and original equipment manufacturers, OEMs, demand localized connectivity in almost every country. And again, I can't stress more again, being fragmented at this part of the world, very, very fragmented. And there's no single operator that can cover all these countries. And with Bridge Alliance through Singtel as a corporation uh, operators, we are able to do joint initiative with many of our operators in the APEC region and become essential to provide a comprehensive solutions for the enterprise customer. So this become a very unique selling point for us. So as Initius said earlier, you know, multi-domestic approach is, is critical a part of our strategy and we can be really a one-stop shop in terms of connected products in the Asian market. And we have that interoperator agreements through the APEC region and including the Middle East as well as Africa that we can offer our unique lead operator model. For example, Singtel is taking the lead in some of the deals here that we've been successfully over the, the past years. And this has simplified process where says, for example, a connected car manufacturer seeking a regional rollout uh, and in contract with just one operator. And of course, being a lead operator, Singtel will be the natural operator that fits in here. And it manages all the cellular IoT connectivities, needs and automaker service delivery across all the member operators in the markets involved. So overall, this unique model facilitates market expansion reduce complexity for the enterprise customer and they enjoy a, a shorter regional deployment time, which is obviously important for the business. Yeah, Excellent. So it's the combined benefits of, of multi-domestic but homogenous and one point of purchasing and contracting, which is really quite a compelling proposition. Um, Ignatius, do you have anything to add to Alan's comments? Yeah, really. So just to augment what uh, Alan has said, Asia is a very complex uh, part of the world. The US is very homogenous. In uh, Europe, there's an EU and Asia, there is no Asia union, you know, that. So, so every 
country has a different regulator. They have their own environment. They have their coverage issues. And a lot of time for many of the large companies that want to deploy IoT service, they have to navigate through a very complex uh, regulatory environment. And uh, which they, they hope that somebody can take the, the job of doing that. And uh, Singtel, as a partner of a Bridge Alliance and also been around for, you know, just now you mentioned 140 years, we have partnerships with many, many uh, telcos all over Asia. And that gives us the, the leverage to be able to help overcome some of these issues that a very complex Asia has from a re regulatory standpoint. And um, when we talk about the multi-country deployment, you know, in terms of the roaming, of course, it works for many of us. However, for specific services where the fair user policy by country for roaming sometimes may not be able to be enough based on the use cases. So, for example, connected cars, which we are doing a lot right now, they need rich media. They are using it for podcasts. They are using it for videos. They are using it for even uh, in the future, going to teleoperations and things like that. So many of them are looking to a higher data pool than the fair user policy can provide to them. So we help them uh, get into some of those markets, offer domestic, the, the network for the mobile network in terms of the, the data plan. That is where they can deploy a lot of these services that they wanted to do. You know, And as I mentioned, uh, the automotive, Industry is the one that we have very successfully deployed. Um, you know, we've deployed for companies like UID, which I think is on our website. We've deployed it for Volvo. We've deployed it for Hyundai as well. So these are some of those uh, clients that wanted to have rich media and they have plans to be able to deploy a suite of services over time. Okay. Thank you. I mean, and that's very interesting. I mean, it's clear to me that together you've supported some some very sophisticated clients in the region. They must have been very, very demanding, particularly in the automotive sector, but I'm sure in other sectors as well. So I'm intrigued from your interactions with various customers, clients, and others, I guess, in the industry. In what ways do you see IoT initiatives becoming yeah, becoming more pivotal, more central, and and in, in driving superior customer experiences and driving other changes and improvements to, I guess, end user consumers? Um, Ignatius, do you want to take that first? Um, yeah, sure. So it's been evolving quite a lot over time in terms of what can be provided and what the use cases can be. So, you know, we came from uh, 2G, it quickly became 3 and became 4G and now 5G and uh, there's talks of 6G. So every time the technology improves, there are more services that we can put out into the field. There, there are more things that can be implemented. So we, of course, everybody knows uh, smart homes, uh, smart health, you know, monitoring, utility monitoring. These are all things that are simple and over time got more and more sophisticated. So, you know, we, we see things that are, just now I mentioned uh, teleoperations, for example, that requires very, very high throughput and high latency because, you know, when somebody operates a machinery that's not physically he's on or with, this can be very accident prone if there's a latency or the whole machinery may just stop. So, so we are talking about some of this adoption, you know, that's happening in the, a big way as we move from 4G to 5G because of the latency. We also see that the data search due to prices getting more and more competitive and, and people can go on the bigger data bundle that will help many companies to deploy services they want to do that. Everything's becoming more sophisticated. Uh, another new generation on the horizon, 6G. 
Um, but but in parallel to being more sophisticated, it's more critical as well. And your point about safety criticality, at, you know, so for instance, you, 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 the, the concept of wireless connected remote emergency stop buttons, these things have become possible, certainly with 5G, I'm sure with 6G onwards, but but it, it's just more demanding in terms of the support that those applications need in their net, network connectivity. Alan, thoughts from you on uh, how you see things really evolving, what, what's becoming pivotal? Yeah, I think we have been, today we've been talking a lot about connected cars, which of course is very exciting, right? At, at Bridge, I think we are also expanding our scope of focus of looking at to work with the IoT solution companies and a better system manufacturers, for example, and in the manufacturing sector. IoT connectivity is a fundamental layer of the IoT companies to build a turnkey solution. On the other hand, OEMs are able to develop innovative devices through a partnership between bridge and embedded system manufacturer to deliver modules that comes with IoT connectivity and solution. So the solution part is absolutely a very critical part moving into the future. And we continue to ensure that this fundamental layer is delivered through seamlessly. Meanwhile, IoT will also allow companies to create business, revenue models, data-driven, actionable insights to deliver higher value and optimize operations, achieving through the entire value chain of the company, starting from connectivity basis, right? So that will be a very exciting part. And Bridge Alliance looks to aggregate connectivity as a single pane of glass to enable IoT connectivity solution across the globe and allowing these enterprises to enhance value through data. Having said that, Bridge Alliance will continue to drive towards simplifying IoT deployments and contracts for enterprises, optimizing costs, coverage of IoT connectivity and solutions to enable innovations and digitalize for these companies. So this, I hope, will be the future for Bridge Alliance and moving forward. Excellent. I mean, it sounds very compelling. And also you're, you're highlighting there the, you know, the, the advent and the, the traction gained by turnkey solutions and, and the need for those to rely on some kind of seamless support and seamless connectivity. The stack has to be turnkey and seamless. And, and that's exactly how you drive volumes. And it's by driving volumes that you really drive the benefits for the end users. So it's a really, very compelling story. Um, at this point, though, I'd like to change tack slightly uh, and, and look out more broadly into the tech industry and some interesting news articles that, that you guys might have spotted uh, just recently. So, Ignatius, do you want to start off? Can you introduce a serious technology industry news story that you found for us? Sure, sure. I recently came across this article. So, um, if you look into the news, Hyundai, uh, the car manufacturer, um, recently in June ex- exceeded 10 million subscribers for their connected car services. So, you know, Hyundai is made up of Hyundai themselves, Kia Automotive, and Genesis. And there was a very strong uptake from 2021, 22, and now 23, really hitting 10 million users on their, they call it the Blue Link technology. And that, that is really phenomenal in terms of the sudden swing. Um, we see that companies are going to use that to monetize and, and be able to provide more services to their customer. At the same time, they are going to be collecting a lot more data and, and probably ingest it into some AI engine to be able to give them certain recommendations on how to uh, move ahead. So so we see an exciting time coming as a news that uh, I find really interesting. Yeah. Uh, the other article that I would like to share maybe is just the China Telecom MOU with STC. Saudi Telecom. Um, I think the underlying requirement of this, obviously, is the Chinese OEMs are actually venturing out, not just to the APEC, but also to the Middle East region, in, including Saudi Arabia. 
And, you know, the, and there's a requirement, and as mentioned earlier on, I can't stress more again, the fragmented market in APEC, including Middle East, uh, makes our customers connect the car OEMs uh, in terms of implementing connected cars in different countries and different regions uh, more challenging. But through Bridge, we're able to stitch this together. And we, in fact, we bring China Telecom to Saudi Arabia and working with STC, which both of them coincidentally are part of the Bridge Alliance member operators. And through that, we are able to find a similar solution in the end, meeting the customer's requirement of the car OEMs and implementing that solution into Saudi, which is a very important market for a lot of these car OEMs. I'm just giving an example here. It, there could be a lot of other, other examples like European car OEMs or US car OEMs, but absolutely the car, the connected cars is a very important element that is growing and bridge through member operators like Singtel. We want to be there. We want to be ahead of the game and we want to capture this together with our, our operators. So just to share some of these interesting developments in the marketplace. These are two very interesting stories and they kind of work together in a way. And there's a perspective of the evolution of the connected car environment. Connectivity is yeah, it's, it's a natural thing for EVs, electric vehicles. It's kind of table stakes to have an EV uh, connected. Meanwhile, of course, you've got a, a, you know, a Chinese national strategy, and a, which has been in place for years, to be a very significant force in uh, manufacturing EVs. Um, so there's going to be a lot of vehicles exported outside of China, or a lot of opportunity there. And what's particularly interesting about the partnership with STC is Neon and, and, and the investment that they're making in, in that very smart, leading-edge city there. So, so I think I, there's a, a few very interesting announcements there. Thank you for all those. But at this point, I, th- I think we're running out of time. Um, so, Ignatius, Alan, it's been an extremely interesting discussion, and uh, thank you for joining us. Pleasure talking to you, Jim. And with that, I should probably draw this podcast to a close. I should remind everyone out there, you, you can subscribe to the Trending Tech Podcast wherever you found us today. Um, and indeed, you know, thank you for joining us, and, and we're delighted to have you listening. We'll be back soon with a, another edition of a, a Trending Tech Podcast and another interesting topic within digital transformation. And in the meantime, please do keep, keep checking iot-now.com, finnerplus.com, and the ee.ai, and you'll find all sorts of news and interviews and current event reviews and a whole lot more you might even find something that i've written so so please do check those locations and thanks again for joining bye for now